Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high5gear.com. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. This is Chris Barnes, and you're listening to Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me on the Above180.com podcast is Mike Shady. Mike was inducted into the USBC Hall of Fame back in 2017. He's also the lifetime average leader at the USBC Open Championships, and Mike is also one of the coaches right now with Team USA. Mike, it's Tim Berg. Thank you for joining me. Well, Tim, especially uh, in the situation we're now in the bowling world, it's just good to talk about bowling. So, yeah, I'm excited to be with you again and excited to talk some bowling. It's been a long time. Yeah, well, let's get started there. You're, you're right. It has been an interesting time for folks. Some people had a lot more of a, a break from bowling than others. But what, do you, what tips do you have for that person who's getting back into bowling? And now, you know, we get back into it and, and leagues are starting out. And obviously some people treat leagues a little more serious than others do. But what advice do you have for that guy who maybe had some time off, some unexpected time off since March or, or later, and is now getting back to that league? Yeah, Tim, that, that's, a, that's a great question. You know, most, I think most of the country shut down in March of uh, last year, so it's you know, it's been, it's been five or six months for a lot of, a lot of bowlers out there. And you take that much time. Uh, I know, um, you know, I took, I didn't pick a ball up until really the end of June. And, and that's a long time for me. And I, I know the first few times back it, uh, you know, it just felt uh, the ball was heavy and, and uh, you know, my body didn't respond like it did a few months prior to that. So, yeah, I, I think it's important that, you know, you, you take it real slow. Uh, you, you know, if you haven't done anything physically in that kind of amount of time, five or six months, you know, it'd be a good idea to, you know, start walking, you know, start to start doing some cardiovascular work and then do some, some type of resistance work just to get that body. Cause there's so many movements uh, in bowling and, and then you're swinging, swinging a heavy object on top of that. So, I would uh, you, once you once you feel like physically you've done a lot of stretching you've done some cardio work some resistance work and then I would actually you know get in and and start start in some drill work you know do uh, do some foul line release drills and just get the ball swinging and you may want to transition 
to a one-step drill. and You might only want to do that for the first couple times out and just see how you feel. And listen to your body because your body's going to be sore if you haven't picked it up in five or six months. And, you know, there's no need to rush back. Uh, you know, you don't want to injure yourself and, and be out even more time. So, you know, listen to your body and, and uh, you know, get yourself limber and, and used to, you know, some athletic activity and, and then start with some drill work and then, and then start doing some, you know, some full, full deliveries, full shots. And, and then again, take it, take it easy, you know, be patient. Uh, you may want to just go out the first day. If you're going to do some full shots, just maybe throw 10 shots and see how you feel. Uh, gradually get yourself back in the bowling shape because boy, if you've taken that five or six months off, that is a long time. And uh, you could say that about anything, even, even teaching Tim, I, you know, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't coach for a while from March till really until we started opening some bowling centers in, in this area, which was the middle of July. And when you're not coaching for that amount of time, it takes you a while to, to kind of get back to being as sharp as you were before you, you, you put it away for a while. So yeah, just take your time and, and, and be careful so you don't physically hurt yourself. Now, is this, uh, is this then a time for a bowler to maybe work on some stuff? Maybe you've had, maybe you have some bad muscle memory that you, you may have lost over that time. Is it a good time for someone to try to change something or fix something in their game? Well, that's not a bad, you know, it's a good question, but it's probably not a bad idea. You know, as long as you know the, the kind of the direction that you want to go with your game, you know, it would be really beneficial if you had somebody prior to this layoff that was working with you and you kind of knew your opportunities for growth, you know, some of your areas of, of where you can get better physically and even mentally, and then kind of work on those things because, you know, five or six months, um, I don't know if scientifically there's ever been studies where you take a long break, if you can create new muscle memory or different technique or new technique. I don't know if there is a scientific study, um, but, you know, going slow like that, as I mentioned, going into skill drills to start to get, get to back being, you know, being uh, physically active again, probably not a bad idea is to skill drill some of those better techniques into your game. So, yeah, I would be an advocate of that. I, I think that's a good idea. Well, let's, uh, let's also move, Mike, as a lot of people are getting back out on the lanes. One of the things we're seeing and what, what I guess I advocate for is bowling when you're safe and, and how you feel safe and following the rules and guidelines in your state, obviously, let me say that. In some states, masks are being required on the approach when you're bowling. What advice do you have for that person who's getting back out there and has to bowl in a mask for the first time? You know, that first thing I would do is I would get as light of a mask as you can get. You know, there's, I know I've used some masks that are pretty thick. Those are hard to breathe out, especially when you're doing something, some type of activity, physical activity. So I would start with, you know, the lighter masks or some really thin masks out there. I think that's a good idea. There's even, I know at school uh, where I teach, I, I wear a, just a small face shield. It, it kind of looks like a mask, but it, it's a little further out, so it's much easier to breathe. Uh, those are good ideas. They're just plastic face shields, goes around the ears like a mask. Um, and then I would actually condition yourself to become a nose breather. You know, start inhaling through your nose, start exha exhaling through your nose. And I think that's going to just build better lung capacity for, for breathing because, as you mentioned, Tim, some bowling centers – 
are requiring you to bowl in masks. And if you've never done any physical activity in a mask, it's much, much different. So to, to condition for that, and I know I've conditioned for it, is you just breathe, inhale through your nose, exhale through your nose when you're walking. If you're doing any type of physical activity, in fact, uh, scientifically, I know that's good for you. Uh, and that actually will condition you to when you actually get on lanes and, and compete with a mask on. So uh, I would start off with a light mask, do those exercises with your inhale, exhales. And then um, I think you can, can condition yourself to bowl uh, with a mask with no problem at all. Need to remind folks, BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips. Seeing lots of great articles. They cover everything on the website there. They have the ball reviews down your left-hand side. You can check out some of the latest and greatest new equipment that's out there on the market. Lots of great companies making good equipment these days. So once you do get back on the lanes, check all that stuff out. And also check out your articles, coaching tips, all sorts of uh, very good articles. Bill Semsrot and the crew there do a great job. So again, check out bowlingthismonth.com. Don't forget to also check out h5gbrands.com. They have your full assortment of masks you can get with all your uh, your favorite logos on there from the companies and ball manufacturers. So again, check all that stuff out at h5gbrands.com. If you're looking for a jersey, though, you want to go there. They have some great PBA replica jerseys, if that's what you're into. They also have, if they want to design you a jersey for this year, your team for a jersey this year for for your league that's going to be starting up, coming up here soon. Again, check out h5gbrands.com and use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. Promo code ABOVE180. Check everything out at h5gbrands.com. They'll walk you through the process. No hidden artwork fees thousands of designs check everything out again h5gbrands.com all right mike and you know i was um i did an interview and i won't won't mention who but i was talking to them and before we started they said you know can you guys ask me some different questions i feel like i've been a- answering some of the same questions so i f- went back and kind of reflected on that and we've talked like you said probably five six times on shows over the years and i wanted to ask you something i don't think we've ever discussed uh, at least in length and that's about someone's arsenal we ha- we see a lot of people expanding their arsenals and it's even one of the questions i get from people hey should i have arsenals that are beyond one brand or two brands or a family of brands and, and i'd love to get your perspective on that when someone is looking to expand their arsenal should they and let me preface by saying everyone's making good equipment out there there it's it's not a this versus that is better necessarily but what's your advice for someone who is looking to expand i mean should they can they have a successful arsenal with multiple different brands i think he can but i think the most important rule is you got to keep it simple uh if it, it can get really can be really easy to fall into that bowling ball trap of being coming factually with, with bowling balls and, and, and trying everything out there. When you walk into your pro shop, it can be a little bit overwhelming with you know, all the different brands. And, and then you've got low level to midline to high performance. And then you get the urethane line, you got a SIM cores, you got SIM cores, you got different covers that can be really overwhelming. And when you just start, start buying pieces and, really have no idea and then you start cross crossing brands you know some brands are are made to uh, grab the mids a little a little earlier and some are you know there's a little bit more angle at the back and um so i would keep it simple tim i i'm kind of a firm believer when you when you like to see the shape of a ball based on your game 
you kind of stick to those, you know, those numbers, um, those type of those brands, because it, it seems to me the brands have its own shape. Uh, and, and if, and if you match up to the shape again, back to that, keep it simple, uh, principle, you want to kind of stay within those brands because really all brands Tim have, they've got about every, you know, they got all the different RGs and diffs and, uh, the different covers. So they've got all the different ball motions that you would, you would need in any type of competitive setting. And, it, and to me, if you keep the brand similar, um, and then you just start adding pieces to give different ball shapes, that, that to me is your, your best. Um, I just think it's your best idea or your best choice of, of trying to get uh, an arsenal built. So you create all those different ball motions. And then would that advice carry over in your opinion if let's say someone was added to a staff as well and let's say they they went either they're just on a staff and now they have you know two or three different choices or they could have eight different choices now advice for them be pretty much similar keep it the same although maybe they have an opportunity to expand in in a one way or another whether that's a, an extra strong asim or an extra you know that extra urethane piece yeah yeah the nice thing about being on a staff uh, as you know tim is you know, to create a ball arsenal, if, if, if you want a five ball arsenal or a six ball arsenal, and if you're not on a staff and that's going to cost you a thousand to $1,200, that gets pricey. When you're on a staff, you know, you get, um, you save a lot of money being on a staff. So now you can experiment a little bit and you have the luxury of, of communicating with other staff members. Uh, some of the, uh, the office people who design these bowling balls, um, so there's a lot of information that's out there that you can start fitting in some different brand pieces uh, into your into your bag. But again, you know, I, I, I think most of most of those competitive bowlers they they kind of know you know what they're looking for for the shapes. They kind of have their their bowling balls picked out with those different shapes. And uh, you know, I don't know if they really cross reference a whole lot of brands, um, but you know the the uh, you know, one of the nice things about being on staff is you have those opportunities and you have all the information that comes with it. And then regarding drilling layouts, this is a, a thing too. Do we want to try a lot of different layouts or is it better to, again, keep things simple and maybe stick to your what, a, what your pro shop, after talking to them, obviously, what they feel is maybe a preferred layout for you? Back in the 90s, I, I did lots and lots of testing for Ebonite for a good, good decade. Um, Tim, I've tried every layout to known to mankind, uh, and I, when I when I set arsenals up for my players, I really only think there's two, maybe three layouts that are kind of your sweet spot that really match you. I have two, so I use I use more of the physics of the bowling ball, what it's supposed to do with my two two layouts, and that's how I do it. I, my, mine is a a five-inch pin above the fingers, and I just kind of swing the uh, the mass bias kind of where I want it, and then it's a four and a half under, a little stronger, and I'll I'll drill the same ball with both those layouts. Uh, but you know I've tried everything. I've tried um, well, I've tried every, and those are the only two that really fit. You know my axis tilt, my axis rotation, rev rate, ball speed. So in most guys I work with, Tim, it's usually two layouts that uh, they really, that's kind of in their, their, 
their sweet spot, if you will, on what really works well. And, and again, that keeps it simple because if you start really trying to uh, lengthen the pin and swing the mass bias and give yourself all those different dual angles, uh, again, it's just a big, complicated puzzle. And then when you've got to make a ball change, you have no idea what's going to do, what the next choice is. So keep it simple. You're going to find usually two layouts. And if you can't figure that out, that's where you got to see your professional and pro shop because those guys, they not only drill them, and they, they go and get all your personal data, which is you know, your tilt, your rotation, your ball speed, your RPM. Those are the four biggies. Uh, and then they see the balls going down a lane all the time. Uh, so they've got the eye to see the ball motion, and they still help you out uh, just because that's what they're trained to do. Mike, is it fair to say the more exotic you could say in layouts, the more maybe specialized in you make that bowling ball? So you, you, you maybe can only use it. It's not as versatile in your game. You can't use it all the time. Yeah, I think there's some layouts like that where, you know, you, you may not see that uh, environment on the lanes very often. Um, but when you see it and you know you got that ball motion in your bag, um, you know, you, you've got that, that option to go to. But for me, again, it's not so much a layout, Tim. It's, it's more the bowling ball. Uh, you know, I, when I bowled for, on tour for, uh, in the 90s, I always had one or two bowling balls that I would only use less than 5% of the time. But as soon as I would see that environment, I knew exactly what ball I had to go to. And it's worse, kind of like the urethane balls today. Um, you know, when you see that environment, you know, it's in your bag. And you go to your your thing. Your thing's not used 100 percent of the time. It's probably used, uh, you know, less than 25 percent of the time. But when you when you have it, you got to use it. All right. Well, we're we're getting a little bit to this next level of things here, and uh, and I feel like that next level is what where you and some other great coaches you guys started backstage bowling. So can you can you go into that a little bit about you know your involvement with that and. And I'm sure, like your first time sitting around with all these coaches and everyone part of this this uh, project you guys have, it was like your eyes just opened with all the you know information you guys were were sharing out there and everything new that was that you guys are bringing to the table for everyone. Yeah, it's been a really cool project, uh, a fun project. We got we got a really talented staff. You know, I got my myself and you got Coach Brian O'Keefe and his wife Shannon, and then you got. Uh, uh, you know, the great uh, coach Mike Jazz now. And, and then you got Mike Flanagan uh, behind the scenes. And then we've got uh, Matt Farber, who's uh, who's also a former Team USA player. He does a lot of the uh, the business operations. And we got a videographer and we got a graphic artist. But but basically why we brought it and we, we discussed it was we wanted to create a community where not only could we – give back our knowledge and our experience to, to other bowlers, people that have passion for the sport like you and I do, Tim, but we want to grow the sport. Uh, and I think with, with what we're seeing right now with this COVID and what the impact it's had on the bowling economy, you know, backstage bowling and other, other uh, communities and, and other groups like that who are trying to uh, promote the game, I mean, it's needed more now than ever. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to educate, we're trying to build more passion, um, you know, in, in the future, we're, we're going to have venues around the country to give back and, 
Um, it's a really cool community. I mean, we, we've got people that send in videos and, and four of us, us four coaches, we will look at a video, analyze and, and get right back to them with, you know, our advice on how to become a better player. Uh, we have live feeds every Monday. We have Metal Mondays. It's myself and Matt Farber. Um, Coach O'Keefe, uh, he does uh, most of the bowling ball uh, the specialties there. We've got, uh, we've got Coach's Corner on uh, one night a week where we actually come in and we talk specifically about uh, uh, coaching and how to make coaches better coaches. So not only is it for bowlers, it's for coaches, uh, it's for fans, um, and then we do, uh, we release two videos a week. We get the Shannon's Tip Tuesdays, Thursdays, and, and they're all coaching tips for players on how to become better bowlers. And, and anything we can do is get the bowlers out on the lanes to bowl more, to bring more people into the sport. Uh, and like I said earlier, Tim, boy, with what we've seen in the last five or six months, we need venues like this so we can get this sport back to being where it was before it shut down, being extremely healthy, growing. So, you know, my children and your children and their children, you know, they have, they have futures in this sport of bowling. Well, and it adds, um, I think, like you had said a year ago, if we'd have thought giving lessons would be virtual like it is and teaching would be virtual, we'd have both probably thought uh, things were crazy, but now it's the <laughs> way, it's the way things are. And it, and it, you know, it's uh, there's always that thing of working with someone in person, but then on the flip side, there's that person out there too. You guys probably talk to who doesn't have a Mike Shady or a Mike Jasnow or a Brian and Shannon O'Keefe in the in the area, and they don't maybe have access to you guys. You know, they're in Montana or somewhere. So that ability, you know, for you guys to reach out to these people all over the country and all over the world, frankly, just is a is a huge blessing for bowlers out there. It is. It provides just an incredible opportunity. You know, I've given more instruction for people around the world in the last two months than I have my entire career. And it's based mainly on uh, our, our group and, and then uh, some of the previous videos I've done. But I, where I think it really comes from, Tim, is when the world shut down five and a half months ago, uh, everything went online. Um, from teaching to uh, to corporate America to the to the business around the world, everything was starting to all all the business transactions and the communication, everything was taking place via technology, and and it kind of opened up a more of a comfort zone for people to start uh, knowing how to use those tools, and then knowing how to. You not only do business in the business world, but athletically as well. I know the golf world has changed. There's been uh, the virtual lessons are, are huge now for, for golf. Uh, bowling's went in that direction. So people are more comfortable and, and they know how to use some of the, uh, the tools, the gadgets. And then as teachers, we're more comfortable with those tools as well. So, you know, it's opened up, a, again, another opportunity for us coaches to reach the bowler. As you mentioned, Tim, bowlers that – they may be, uh, you know, someplace geographically where they just don't have somebody to work with. We now have that capability. They have that capability, and and we can we can create a better player, a more motivated, more passionate player, and again bring new people into the sport, new coaches into the sport, and uh, try to grow and help this this great sport of bowling. And for any information, if anyone's interested, just check out backstagebowling.com. 
It's where you can find out that information. And, uh, and, and even I believe there's a little bit of a free trial for folks as well. So some uh, great stuff there. But, but Mike, on that note, I will, um, we're going to let you run. Know you're busy with everything going on and, and uh, certainly could talk, uh, talk a lot. But appreciate your time today. And, um, and you know, just uh, great to catch up with you again. And, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. And we will be catching up with you again down the road sometime. Yeah, anytime, Tim. I enjoyed it, and uh, let's uh, let's get everybody back out in the lanes and, and get this sport uh, growing again, and get it back to what you and I are used to.